Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez and me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. All right, Fern, we promote CrossFit, ideal class experience, coaching, all that good stuff. But even then, when gyms are doing it well, when they come in with lesson plans, when they are building their coaching staff, when they're working hard to do all the right things still, for many of them, they struggle with getting new members in the door. Sometimes, right? So this is, yeah. So this is, this is a bit of a more contextual uh, conversation. So we'll put all this in the bucket called marketing. Um, This is, so if we were to unpack the question, most of the time it's like they they call it marketing because they're actually not really sure what they should call it. And really what they have is a, they have a sales funnel problem, right? Which is directly related to marketing. But if we were to really niche down, it's just like, well, you're, you're either have have no way to collect people's information you don't know how to sell or you offer a bad product right there's like a three stage f- process to there any one of those is broken and you have a problem we could talk about all three of those separately but what i will tell you is a lot of people have one or more typically more of one than one of those three things are broken which is a huge huge problem um <clears throat> so marketing in general, let's, for the sake of keeping this topic fairly simple, when we're talking about marketing, let's just refer to like people are searching CrossFit in my area via the internet and they find your gym because <clears throat> that is happening. Yeah, this is more cold leads, if you will, right? <clears throat> this is not your, your members are bringing friends because they're already partially sold. These are just people looking to start CrossFit or moving to your area and want to continue doing CrossFit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, I guess where do you want to start there? Because there's a lot. There's a lot to this, but we can well, cover it fairly. Let's we reiterate. Can, we, can, we can. We can. We can. We can cover it fairly, fairly succinctly. I just want to know where we want to start here. Dig, dig back in. You say there are three things that are typically going wrong. So there's one is is you're just not capturing information the way that you should, right? So Number two are is saying, yeah, we, we don't get any leads, and your statement is maybe or are you potentially getting leads and not hearing from them because you're not either capturing the information at all or you're not capturing the correct information? Well, uh, correct, right? So let's define a lead as somebody who gives me their information has submitted an inquiry of some sort, okay? We don't, for most people, their websites are probably not in a state that they could actually, you know, their, their Google Analytics are not connected correctly. So they're, they have no idea how many people are going to their website. But let's just say that um, they're like, I need leads, right? So I don't know if we've talked about this before, but my first question is always, how many are you currently getting? Always. Like you, you, people think they need leads when in fact they have more than enough leads. And that goes to one of your other problems. They suck at sales, but let's go back to it. Yeah, I don't want to get to sucking at sales too soon. Uh, But the point is, is like most people don't even know, meaning like they're like, well, about, right? So it's always like, well, it's it's about this many. That's the number you think every affiliate notion, like on a monthly basis, well, I had 
X amount in September, I had X amount in October, or you should know on average, week. I get. You should know it every week. You should know I had this many leads this week, this many leads the week before, because this is I can now turn that into like something. Because if it's if it, if you see a, a, a you see a trend moving up or down, I'm either doing something right, which means do more of that, or I'm or something is wrong, and I need to go figure that out. But if you just look at the end of the month, you're like, oh shit, we had eight leads, and I'm like, well, you could have known that three weeks ago. Right. If I if I've if had a running trend over 52 weeks or more, be like, hey, on average, doing nothing other than have, like having a Google presence and making sure my business profile is, is up to date and like having a, an optimized contact us form that I'm getting, call it uh, 25 leads a month. I'm like, OK, what are you doing with those 25 leads is my question. Like, don't tell me you don't. And if, and if you don't know, that's where you start. Right. So that most people don't know because they give an answer and they're like, well, it's about, you know, five to 10. I'm like, well, you, that's a hundred percent difference. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, ha- we, we have to, we have to, we, ha- we need to know that number. And because that'd be like somebody be like, what do you snatch? Uh, two somewhere to between two yeah, 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 to yeah. 40. You're like, Oh, okay. It's a, it's a, it's a 25% increase. So the, and, and the point is this, because it may it may be a leads thing. I don't want to jump the gun and say it's not a leads thing, but there are other things that we can manipulate without increasing that, right? So I took the when I was on the, a call with uh, our folks that are, in a, I, I was thinking we need to we're going to rename the the continuing ed group, and we're just going to call them that's the sledgehammer crew, right? Because right. anybody who's in there, they're just crushing shit. And I was walking them all through that, and I said, hey, here's I was like, this is real math. Right, it's hypothetical, but it's very real. So I, I just wrote out a, a basic sales flow pipeline. I said you have twelve leads, and I was like, and you have a hundred members at one hundred fifty dollars ACV equals this much money. And I was like, if we increased by only three, but we manipulated every other every other column, right? So think lead, contact, showed, converted. Then I've got cancels and referrals, right? If if I was able to manipulate every single one of those by twenty percent, you would effectively double your business. Only increasing the lead flow by three. Not not increase because the increase the increase in lead flow by three doesn't equal net three. It typically equals like net seven if I manipulate every other column. Right, because it's compounding on this in this scenario, and anybody who's just like oh, math, right? I get it. The point is, if you know your numbers, things are significantly easier to solve, right? Because I know where to go if I'm tracking things on a weekly basis and I know where the gaps are. I can be like, oh, the problem exists right there. It's literally right there. That that gaping hole in this whole pipeline is where I should direct my time and effort. Because if you just fix that, you don't need more leads right? It's like trying to be like, Hey, I want to drive this car faster. And I'm like, well, then you should probably plug that hole in the gas tank because you're not going to go anywhere with gas just bleeding out of the car. Right. Or you got no brake fluid or like whatever. And this is people's lack of understanding of that whole thing because you don't know the numbers, right? So you got to know your numbers. Um, now there are scenarios when you're not getting leads, and if you're not getting leads, typically the first thing we do is we take a look at the website, and the website's just a complete disaster. I've looked at probably six of these this week, where there's no way for somebody to give you their contact information, right? It, they're asking 87 questions. They're like, you know, your mother's maiden name, what's your fucking last seven of your social security number, what was your high school girlfriend's fucking name, like all that kind of stuff. You're like, stop asking them all those things. Name, email, phone number. That's it. That's all. That's all you need to ask them. 
Um, and then what, and then what do I do with that? Right. It comes in, you just call them as fast as possible, right? Like that alone would improve many things for many people. So, and, and all of these are free by the way, <laughs> like yeah, they don't, nothing cost, you've you, mentioned they any don't cost any money, right? There's a time and a place for paid marketing. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm playing around with some different numbers here, but like at what point it would be, it would be safe for a gym to like really like dial this up and hammer is if they like a gym who's three months ahead on expenses to me is in a really solid place to dial up some paid marketing and actually be able to play with with more than the minimum right meaning like i don't i don't need to spend the minimum on the ad i can i can double that and i can really start to get some shit done well you know we listen a lot to alex harmozy and something you said that reminded me of him was like you double your leads you double your business essentially and yeah a lot of affiliate owners go from i'm not getting enough leads immediately to i need to do paid ads when there's yeah. like a million options in between, you know, we've told clients, Hey, have you gone door to door? Like, well, well, that's just the, the, there's two things there, which is like, well, what if you doubled your conversion? Right. Cause everybody's just like, Oh, leads, 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 leads. And I was like, well, there's more there, right? Double your conversion and then you'll double your business. Right. It's the same thing, just cheaper, quite frankly. Right. Cause it's actually free to just double your conversion. Right. Um, yeah, and, and can, then, but then also like, how do you, how would you double your leads? It doesn't always have to be paid. Like no, you have, I yeah. would, I would venture to guess that most gyms have an email list. that's about 1500 people long, meaning of non-clients. Yeah, Start there. Yeah. Start there. Yeah. And there's also other things you can do. I mean, you can do paid ads. You can purchase lists from other companies in your area that have, you know, there's, there's other things. Everybody jumps to like. <laughs> promotion on Facebook and Instagram. There's right. so many other things, you know, you have a phone full of connections to contacts that most likely live in your area. There's so many things you can do, but yeah, like you're saying, all of that is meaningless if you're not tracking it and you're not getting the right information. And then ultimately responding quickly, like an immediate is not always possible, especially one man show affiliate owners, but 24 hours, you need to be getting better. I mean, the sooner the better. There's definitely data to I support. Would, yeah, I mean, the I I would say 24 hours is a is a is a C minus, maybe even a D. Like yeah, I think 12 is like realistic. Like you, you are near no. your computer or phone. I I would be like you. It needs to be within. If you can do it within a half hour, then then I'm like, all right, you're doing a good job. Well, half hour is like you're an A plus. Well, I mean, listen, you, you're not going to get to a really good gym by doing C work. Right. Fair. Fair. You know. All right. What about it's hard to get people to the gym? This goes to the second point, which is you suck at sales. How so? How does that relate to sucking at sales? Uh, meaning if I can't get them to come in, like meaning I just don't understand the mechanics of sales. And there's two categories of this, right? So there's the, there's again, we're going to stick with organic leads, meaning somebody reaches out and then I'm incapable of getting them to come in, right? Like now take out the bots and like all the other bullshit and just be like, there are people reached out to you. You should within really good reason be able to get 70 plus percent of those people to show up or get on the phone with you, right? 70 would be the minimum, okay? Um, 
And that just means I'm either not reaching out in a timely fashion, I'm giving too much information too soon, or I'm just really like, I, I don't know what I'm selling, right? Like we're talking, like these are some of the big errors that you'll, that you'll see um, inside of that. Paid is different, right? Like there's, there's different strategies inside of paid with regard to qualifying leads and either on the phone or like how quickly you need to, to, to follow up there. But organic, I mean, listen, you'd be crushing if you were getting back to somebody in, in 90 minutes and like either getting them a fall getting them on a call or getting them to book an appointment within 48 hours of that. Um, you do have to capitalize. A lot of times, I think what we fail to recognize as owners is when someone contacts you at the gym, most likely something they're having some sort of emotion, right? Yeah, like it's either that or they're looking for a new home. Yeah, it could be. But either way, if it's it's very unusual, you're the only gym they reached out to. Yeah, it's probably multiple, right? They, they were like gyms near me. Three of them popped up in the in the in the top three in Google, and like you happen to be one of them. They're like, I'm going to reach out to all three. Bam, bam, bam. Like, the first one to respond there wins. Yeah, you search for anything, you click on the top three in Google, you reach out to all three, and that's why that's why Fern is, you know, really behind the importance of of the speed in which you you respond, but also at the same time, assuming they're not already CrossFitters, they're like man. Something just happened and I realized I need to lose weight or I want to run a 5K. So the faster you respond to them, they're still in that emotional state. A day later, a week later, they're like, ah, that was a phase. I don't really need to lose 20 pounds. Right. And, And when I say you suck at sales, let's define that. Meaning like you have, you do not have a clearly defined offer, right? You do not have a clearly defined funnel, right? And you don't have a clearly defined sales person, right? These are the three main mechanisms for, for like converting a sale. I have to have an offer. I need to respond and somebody needs to be in control of that whole thing. Most people are missing again, one or multiple of those, which is like your offer is really unclear, right? Or it's just not very good, right? You're not, there's no actual means of tracking the lead, meaning that comes in and I know exactly where it is. I know, I know where it sits in the sequence, right? They're just like the leads come in. I'm like, where, where, where are they? What do you mean? Where are they? They're, they're not just like floating around the internet. I'm like, I want to see where they are in the process of sale. Like it's either, it's a flow chart, right? It comes in and eventually all the, all the, it goes to either no sale or sale, but there's many steps in between that. Where are they in that whole process? And when you can't tell anybody that, that means you're not following up at the, at the appropriate rate, or you just gave up too soon. And some people are worried about, well, how often, I don't want to ignore people. And like Mark, when Marcus and I were in London, somebody brought up something uh, at the mastermind and they were just like, unsubscribe is good. And they're like, what? And I'm like, unsubscribe or stop is good. Why? I don't have to worry about this person anymore. This is like, this is, um, this is like when people don't want to get unsubscribed, this is like uh, if you're in the, ever in the dating game, I know Jay never dated or anything like that, but imagine a pool of uh, potential partners and then you're fishing in the pond where 50% of them have no interest, which is probably more along your lines, right? I, I would have gone higher. but Right. That's my point. I'm like, do you want to swim around in that pool or do you want to go into the pool where like 75 to 80% are likely partners? And I'm like, 
That's the better pool, right? So in order to get to that pool, you need to qualify leads, which is if if they're if they're not interested, get them off your list. So yeah. they're like, I don't want to annoy them. I'm like, wrong. Like this happened the other day. My my wife uh, Jess, she reached out to somebody on Instagram or whatever, and she was like, God, they're fucking annoying me. And I was just like. I was like, actually, I, sh- I said, show me the thread. And she's like, they hit me up, they hit me up, they hit me up. And I said, that's actually great sales. And she's like, I was going to buy from them. I just, I, w- I wasn't ready. And I'm like, you're not the customer they're looking for. They were probably trying to book 147 calls in the next five days. They're not interested in your sale in the next two weeks. And she's like, well, I would have bought in another two weeks. I'm like, they don't care. And guess what? Right. You'll still buy in two weeks. You'll still buy in two weeks. Yeah. And she was just like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, then they don't care, right? Again, you're not the right person, right? And that's okay. So again, unsubscribe is good because again, I'm thinning the herd of, of likely buyers and that's totally fine. And yeah. I don't, and I think everybody misunderstands that. It's just like, well, what if I annoy them? Like, Great. Now you don't ever have to annoy them again. Like you can just literally clear the list forever. Yeah. If, if you're annoying them, they will let you know by either... Responding via text, please stop, or unsubscribing if it's via email. Right. So I want everybody to flip the script on this. People are like, oh, but like when that happens, I just want you to hear Jocko in the background going, good, 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 good. unsubscribe, good, right? That means I don't have to worry about this anymore. That means I have narrowed down my likely potential buyers by one more person. And I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Because if you narrowed it down to 100 people that are likely to buy, I'm like, cool, now you need to refine the offer. But the first thing you have to do is refine the the, the avatar, essentially. And you do that by getting no's. Get an unsubscribe is what I would tell everybody. It's fine. Don't attach your feelings to what this person does. That makes it's It's completely illogical. But everybody does. I like that. All right. Now, how do we attract new members? <laughs> run or offer a good service, right? It, this is like if you had a restaurant, right? The best way to get new customers or return customers is have really good food, right? Forget all the bells and whistles. Forget like the fancy, you know, uh, tricks that the wait staff does or like the ambiance of the, of, of the restaurant. If the steak is really good, if we, dude, we went to, um, I did a level two in New Hampshire last weekend and we went to this place called, uh, Ember and Dover, amazing little restaurant. The, the Matt, who's the owner of, um, of, uh, ever proven CrossFit shout out, dude, that guy's a great, a great example of a shining affiliate owner, by the way, I talked to him for like five minutes. I was like, we need more of you. And he like set us up at this place, Ember. And I ordered the Greek salad and it was the best salad. This is not a joke, dude. This was the best fucking salad I have had in years right? That's how you get return customers. If I ever find myself in Dover ever again, I'm going back to Ember to Ember to eat that. That's like the place we in Puerto Rico, right? That's my point. So um, like, I don't, how do I get return customers? I'm like, do really, really well. We talked about this before the ultimate arbitrage right now in service-based businesses is do a good job, do a good job. Like how do I get people to come back? Give them a fantastic experience. Make sure that your classes are good. Make sure your coaches greet them at the door. Make sure that they know things about people, right? Make sure that they ask them personal questions about family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. Pat always gets upset. We don't give him a shout out for that. That's from Pat Barber. Okay, everybody, right? It's, it's via, it's via Pat Barber. Yeah, correct. I, yeah, you're via, you didn't make via. that up. You didn't make that up. But the point is, is like, that's how you get new, because if it's so good, other people are going to tell everybody about it. 
then you will get new customers right now you can go get new ones but it starts there right because if if your food is bad or your coaching is bad or your facility's dirty or like whatever and you're like i need more clients i'm like congrats you just marketed to a bunch of people to tell them how bad you are which is not exactly the best marketing strategy like be good at what you do Right. And that sucks because it's hard and it takes a little bit longer. Be like, I need, I need clients now. And I'm like, if you're playing the short game, this is going to get exponentially more painful for you. You need to offer a good service inside of the gym. Make sure that your group class is killer, right? Killer on time. Tons of seeing and correcting. It's fun, right? People are getting fit, right? The coaches are on par. Like that is what needs to happen. That is step number one. And everybody seems to think they could just skip over that one. Yeah, that's what it's all about. We've talked about this numerous times, but if if you're not providing an ideal class, a world-class experience, they're going to find a gym that is in this day and age with every global gym having a CrossFit section. I'm going to go there. And you should constantly be revising that, by the way, right? If you have really high quality coaches, I'm like, what are the nuances of this? Should we stage the classroom better? Do we need better playlists? Could we play with the lights? Like all that shit, like I'm on board for, I'm here for all of it, dude. Like, if you had like level four coaches and the dopest playlist and when people came out to start the workout, there was fucking dry ice and spark shows like I'm there for it, dude. Like, let's do that version because I'm showing up for that every day. Yeah, but I'm, but, I'm in. but that takes effort. Right. And that's my point is just like, hey, you got good coaches. Now, wh- what else can we do to spice up the experience? Right. Like anything, anything and everything is on the table. Like make it make go above and beyond. Right. Like, like refrigerated minted towels. Like, I don't know, like whatever, who cares? Right. But if you did that and your coaches were amazing, you could charge whatever you want. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are often asking, like, what do we do about these globe, like a, a lifetime gym or these other gyms that are offering similar things and then have all of these services? I guess a follow up is like, well, why aren't you offering those? Like, it's not a Why are you worried about levels? other people is my question, right? Because if I, I guarantee you, if we walk into any one of these gyms, it's going to take me a whopping five minutes to find a dozen or more things that could be improved. Right. Don't worry about all those things. But, but, but secondly, like, cool, then do it. Like how many of our clients now have saunas or cold plunges right. or. If you are looking over there, it should be to steal ideas, not to, not to play. Woe is me. I mean, yeah. You have a towel, you have towel service, sauna, and ice tub at CrossFit Rife. And 24-hour access. And those are the types and of And Theraguns and lounge and massage therapist and, and free and cold that. brew coffee. Like I, I'm just like continue to do more and more and more and more and more. I, w- I will do as many things as and I possibly daycare. can. And daycare. Right. I mean, you're, you're doing all those things and they're not major lifts. They're just more than what you're currently doing at the box. It, just continuing to add... It's just one more thing, right? All the time, right? Like I'm going to add one more thing. I'm going to add one more thing. I'm going to add one more thing. You're always looking to up the ante to widen the gap between you and everybody else. And they walk in there like, oh, I see exactly why I get all this. I'm like, yeah, you get all of this, right? Again, going back to like you mentioned Hormozio or like make an irresistible offer. And and part of that is just like all of those things plus whatever else would you, you want to bake into the cake, right? So when they're looking at a gym that's 160 versus 180, I want to offer $150 more value for 20 bucks. Let's talk about one more thing. 
My members don't bring friends to the box. This goes back to the previous one, which means it's like the you're, what you're doing is not that good. And I've been there, by the way, and it sucks. But if you were that good, your members would be bringing everybody, right? I, I know there's this thing where like, no, just all of their friends are here. And I'm like, that's not true. That's what my members tell me. All my, all my friends are here. And I'm like, you have three friends? I'm like, that's not true. Right. And I, what I think people don't understand about this is when you refer somebody else to do something else, it's risky for you. Right. If I tell you, you should go to this restaurant, I'm, I'm assuming the risk for that. Cause if you go there and have a bad experience, like you, now you're like, Jay, Fern's full of shit. Like that was terrible, dude. Thanks for ruining my night. And understand like, if you're just okay, and you're like, hey, can you refer somebody? That is risky for that person to do because now they're staking their reputation on your service. And when you think about it that way, you're like, oh, that makes more sense. I'm like, over deliver so that they're just like, you're a shoe in. They're like, I'm gonna because the flip side is also obvious. Is is also the is also the case. If I if I refer somebody, and it's amazing, now I'm the guy. Right. It's just like in high school when you're just like when you when somebody found like the bar that would like let somebody in with a fake ID. Right. It's like that. When it's like I've here, just show up, I'll bring you, and all of a sudden you're the coolest kid in town. Yeah. You're the coolest kid in town. You've got the secret shit. You're like, all right, cool. I'm like, meet me. I was like, I'm not even gonna tell you where it is. You're you're not in the club yet. Just meet me in my house. We'll go together. I'm gonna put a bag over your head and then we'll go. Right. I'm like, it's like that. It really is. And you know, I think another step to that is don't assume they're just going to bring everyone like ask like, Hey, Fern, you got a friend you can bring in, you know, and it doesn't have to be bring a friend week. Certainly double down during bring yeah, a friend week, but give them a reason to bring somebody in. Yeah. And like position it also appropriately. Like, Hey, Fern, you know, you've been coming to the box for 10 years. You lost 20 pounds. You're super fit. Now you have another friend that would be interested in making those types of changes in their lives. Right. Of course you do. Of course you do. Right. Yeah. I, th I think there's a, Right time, right place, and and that's hard to uh, to figure out as a gym owner. But a well placed ask, um, with the right incentive, crushes. So it's like know when to ask people and know what to offer, and then your your chances of conversion go up exponentially. Yeah. Hope that helps. We've given you quite a bit to chew on to think about, and you know. Ultimately, as with everything we discuss, it starts from providing an incredible service to your members and then building up from there. But yeah, I know I know this is kind of talking about marketing, but really, really, we need to get good at sales before you go market. Like you, you need to have a good service and you have a system for sales before you go do that. And all the things we're talking about here are free. These are the things that we help people with all the time most of these things you can make significant changes in very quickly, um, which is like typically the, some of the first things that we iron out and affiliate you before people start like pouring rocket fuel on people. But when you do these things, this is why when we get on Monday motivation calls and people are like, I'm plus 12, I'm plus 13, I'm plus nine. And they're doing that month over month over month. Right. And eventually that gets to a sticking point where you need to revamp some things, but like, it's not uncommon if you fix a handful of things for that to be the desired outcome. So if you're not getting that, understand that like you don't need to go do risky activities 
right? There's a time and a place for that, but it's typically not when things are not going well. So just something to consider. Yeah, I would say our average first year client brings on about 36 to 40 new members. That's pretty fair. Yeah, but I mean, the, and the and the revenue there is is substantial, right? You're talking about, I don't remember the number of people we had on last week, but I like, I, I remember on, on my calls last week, I, I want to say there was like six or seven people that were like, hey, I beat last year's numbers by oh, the end of Q3, right? By the end yeah. of Q3, they're like, I beat last year's numbers. And these, these are not people that are running paid ads, right? But they're beating last year's numbers at Q3. And I want them to beat this year's numbers at Q3 next year. Oh, they will. Yeah, that was so. that was all, that, a week or two ago. Yeah, like ten people, and then and then what happened was other members started looking at their numbers and reaching out to us directly. Like I did too. I did too. So yeah, you know the the Monday momentum calls are super valuable, getting people fired up. So yeah, you don't need to spend more. You need to do what you're doing, but better. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.